Revelation chapter 15. Then I saw another sign in heaven, great and amazing, seven angels with seven plagues, which are the last, for with them the wrath of God is finished. And I saw what appeared to be a sea of glass mingled with fire, and also those who had conquered the beast and its image and the number of its name, standing beside the sea of glass with harps of God in their hands. And they sing the song of Moses, a servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and amazing are your deeds, O Lord God the Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the nations. Who will not fear, O Lord, and glorify your name? For you alone are holy. All nations will come and worship you, for your righteous acts have been revealed. After this, I looked, and the sanctuary of the tent of witness in heaven was opened, and out of the sanctuary came the seven angels with the seven plagues, clothed in pure bright linen with golden sashes around their chest. And one of the four living creatures gave to the seven angels seven golden bowls full of the wrath of God who lives forever and ever. And the sanctuary was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power. And no one could enter the sanctuary until the seven plagues of the seven angels were finished. God bless this reading and perceiving of your holy and living word. Amen. Welcome back as we continue this look through the book of Revelation. We are, as indicated, in chapter 15 today. This is a short chapter, and Lord willing, we will cover this chapter, uh, cover it briefly. You could spend a long time here, but we're going to spend a few minutes here together and go over the highlights of chapter 15. If you've been with us before, you know that that we've talked about the fact that we're in a little period of pause, if you will, where the, the story of Revelation doesn't move forward. As my friend calls it, the narrative is on hold, and we're now in the color commentary phase where, where the, some of the background information is being plugged in. But at the end of this chapter, starting with chapter 16, we see things go back to full speed. You could call chapter 15 or the events, remembering that what we're seeing is what John was seeing that was revealed to him by Jesus about what was yet to come. And so John is describing for us an event that is out in front of us even today. It's an event during the seven-year tribulation period, and it's almost to the end of that tribulation period. In fact, it's right at the end of the tribulation period, and all that remains is for the seven bowls of God's wrath to be poured out. So that's what we're going to look at is the scene, right? We're not going to see the wrath poured out. We're going to see the scene set by God, by Jesus speaking it and telling it to John and John writing down and sharing it with us, what it looks like in heaven right before the seven bowls of God's wrath are poured out on the earth. 
He says, Then I saw another sign in heaven, great and amazing, seven angels with seven plagues. These seven angels are seven wonderful creatures of God, angels, and they have the seven plagues. We don't necessarily think of these in the sense that we normally use the word plague, which is especially relevant in today's time with the coronavirus going on, but these are not necessarily biological plagues, but they are God's wrath poured out upon the earth. And God's wrath represents God's holiness. Because of God's holiness and because he's made a way for all of us through Jesus Christ who came to take away the sin of the world and give us uh, the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, God's holiness and his wrath at those who have absolutely refused to receive and recognize the gift of God, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believed in him would not perish but have everlasting life. Those who have rejected Christ are about to see the holiness of God, his wrath poured out upon them for their failure to simply receive the gift that God has made available to them. He says in verse 2, And I saw what appeared to be a sea of glass mingled with fire. Uh, The sea of glass lets us know that, that the scene is in heaven. Mingled with fire is the trials and tribulations that we experience in life. If we've lived any time at all and been even slightly aware of our circumstances, we know that the trials are often very difficult but there are also the times when God grows us in our faith, that we're able to say that our faith sustained us even during these times when we couldn't really understand what was going on. We knew we could yet trust God. And he says, And also those who had conquered the beast and its image and the number of its name standing beside the sea of glass with harps of God in their hands. He's speaking here of those from the tribulation who have been martyred, who have stayed by their faith in Christ, and for that their lives have been taken from them, and they're now standing in heaven with the harps of God standing beside this sea of glass. And what are they doing? As I said earlier, this is a worship service. This is the the amazing glory of God being shown immediately prior to the pouring out of his wrath. It says they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb. The song of Moses is the song that was sung Uh, by the Israelites when they had been delivered from the captivity uh, that they had in Egypt. And and it's important to remember that that what Satan is trying to do here, Christ has said that, that when the Israelites give glory to God for Christ, that he will return at that time. But until that happens, he won't return. And so Pharaoh was trying to stop that from happening that long ago by killing all the male children of the Israelites and holding them captive. 
And so when, when God delivered them, using Moses, delivered them out of slavery in Egypt, then they were singing a song honoring God for what God had done through God's servant, Moses, and also the song of the Lamb. Nobody knows for sure, but it's strongly believed that that's referring to Psalm 22. And if you go to Psalm 22, you will read and see that, that hundreds of years before there was even such a thing as crucifixion, it was prophesied in Psalm 22, and you can see the beautiful song that is there. And the song that these tribulation saints the words that they're saying are great and amazing are your deeds, O Lord God, the Almighty. Imagine you and I before God in a church service where we're worshiping God. That's what's going on, but an even higher level because it's happen, happening in heaven in the presence, the physical presence of Almighty God. And he says, Just and true are your ways, O King of the nations, referring to God, who will not who will not fear, O Lord, and glorify your name. Who would not honor God? Well, those that are about to experience God's wrath are is a very large number who did just that. They refused to to fear and honor and glorify the name of God. And he says, for you alone are holy. There is no one else holy. God's holiness is what this whole wrath thing is about. And it's God's holiness that required us, our sins, to be paid for in full and for us to be redeemed and reconciled to God through the perfect finished work of Christ, which is what this is all about. All nations will come and worship you. You remember it said every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. So whether they're doing it willingly through the blood of Christ or whether they're doing it because they now see the glory of God in, in his wrath, all nations will come and worship him. For your righteous acts have been revealed. God has been righteous from beginning to end. God is by definition righteous. There's no other way for him to be. He says, after this, I looked and the sanctuary of the tent of witness in heaven was opened. In other words, the temple of God is what he's looking at. And he said, out of the sanctuary came the seven angels with the seven plagues. They're clothed in pure bright linen, that is that they're holy. They're representing the holiness of God and the, the clean, cleanliness of God with golden sashes around their chest uh, indicating the majesty of God. And one of the four living creatures, these are the four living creatures that John first described when Revela in the early part of Revelation as being gathered around the throne of God, and one of those, it doesn't specify which one, uh, gave to the seven angels the seven golden bowls full of the wrath of God. Again, God's holiness poured out, which requires, it, it just because God is holy, those that reject him have to suffer the consequences of their own actions and inactions by refusing to receive the gift of eternal life and reconciliation to God and the righteousness of God that is in Christ Jesus. 
uh, the full wrath of God who lives forever and ever. And the sanctuary was filled with smoke from the glory of God. Every time we see in Scripture that uh, when, when Moses went to meet with God in the tent of meeting, the cloud of God descended upon the tent, and the glory of God filled it. And, and Moses couldn't even enter it because of the glory of God. And then in Isaiah chapter 6, when Isaiah is talking about the glory of God and the, and the smoke is present, this is produced by God's glory. And was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power. And no one could enter the sanctuary until the seven plagues of the seven angels were finished. The, the holiness of God, the glory of God was about to be poured out on the earth in a cataclysmic fashion unseen before now. This is such a, a terrible time, a, a powerful time that it couldn't last long. And so we see that it's a very short time period, believed to be pr probably a week or so at, at most. But this is right at the end of the tribulation and right before the great day of the Lord when, when the Lord Jesus Christ comes back to earth. So that's what chapter 15 is in a very brief uh overview of the picture of what's going on in this worship service held in heaven in the temple of God in heaven just before the wrath of God is poured out upon those who have rejected the one true living God.